0: Set your mind on things above with Taken, a metaphysical fantasy audio drama. He wanted a cure. He found the creator. Chapter 5. Heaven's Realm I have longed for this day. Finally, the beloved has answered my petition. Anami peered at his find, poking it in the stomach. Wake up, it! Delmar looked over his shoulder, doubtful. What is it? Does the strength of Michael's host not recognize what lies before him? No, I don't. Delmar's tone was dry. But I'm sure you're going to tell me, he said knowing his friend's flair for the dramatic. Why, this is none other than a man of dust, a human. But humans dwell in Adam's realm? What's it doing here? Good thinking, Delmar. Let's ask it. Anami moved a nose breath from the man's face and bellowed, Oh, human, why are you here? Why are you speaking so loud? I'm sure it can hear. Maybe not. Oh, watch it. Anami stretched his arms out a moment too late. Look, it fell. Quick, Delmar, pick it up. You pick it up. You did it. Was that booming voice really necessary? A simple greeting would have sufficed. Delmar, first impressions are everything. You know that. Anami feigned hurt. I was merely trying to address it properly. I believe the it is a he if my memory is correct and he has fainted. Delmar easily lifted the seven-foot frame only a few heads shorter than his own, and set him on one of the marble benches. A drink of water should revive him. On second thought, maybe our appearance frightened him. He might be unaccustomed to our essence. Of course, right as usual, Delmar. Let's adjust. Anami transformed into a form like the human. When he was done, his regal features and pearly hue were still apparent, though concealed in flesh. Nice work, Delmar settled for a tawny version of his own golden essence. This time, let me do the talking. Although Delmar was small for an Elohim, he was more than adequate in diplomacy, a special gift in a land where physical skill and size dominated. Welcome, friend. Delmar nudged the limp form on the bench. Uh, He doesn't look good. You know, I think a nice song would benefit him. Anami hummed a hopeful melody. Delmar appreciated a good tune as well as the next citizen, but Anami always sang everywhere. Sometimes he just wanted silence. And I'm sure I can't persuade you not to sing. Not in the least. Anami took it up an octave. Aha! My song is working! He slapped Delmar on the back and grinned. You really shouldn't roll your eyes like that. They might get stuck. At first, Enoch thought he was dreaming. Birds were singing in the distance as light pushed the shadows away. Enoch opened his eyes and sat up fully, dazed again by the incredible beauty of this place and the two strangers hovering over him. What happened? You fainted. Delmar offered him a cup of water. But I saw lights approaching. Did you see them? There were two, I believe. I think they were talking. So you could hear. I thought so. See, Delmar... There was no reason for concern. Anami shed his human form. Ah! Enoch fell back, shielding his eyes. Be at ease, friend. We are the two you saw approaching, Delmar said. Cover yourself, Anami, so our guest may be comfortable. Anami transformed again into a man of flesh. For a moment, Enoch was dumbfounded. Then he poked Anami hard and jiggled him in the stomach, jumping back three spans when Anami burst into peals of laughter. This is no dream. Delmar, he is so funny. Delmar just shook his head. Enoch, I do apologize for our lack of decorum. No, I am most sorry for the intrusion. No harm done. Anami held his side, still chuckling in between breaths. So does clarity damage your eyes? Clarity? We exhibit clarity here in all its nuances. You'll become accustomed to the brilliance though I must admit I do understand how you feel. When the Beloved shows himself in all his clarity, it can be most overwhelming. I almost have to leave his presence, Anami said. The Beloved? Who is that? Excuse me, friend, Delmar said, but I believe proper introductions are in order. I am Delmar, Chief Strategic Analyst, Alpha Company, and this is Anami, Chief Archery Specialist. I am Enoch, son of Jared, and a seventh son of Adam. I guess you could call me the hope of the tribe of Seth and the chief alpha tracker. Well, sort of. Enoch stopped short as he remembered he could not find his way out. Excuse me, I do not mean to be rude, but what sort of men are you? We are not men, Anami stifled a chuckle. We are sons of the Ancient One. Adam had brothers? Enoch's eyes widened. The elders never mentioned any brothers of Adam, unless the Ancient One created brothers of Adam that did not sin and were not exiled from the garden. Enoch rushed on, speaking faster and faster. Praise the light! The elders will be elated to learn we still have kinsmen dwelling in the garden. No, friend, you misunderstand. Delmar interrupted. We are not brothers of Adam. We sons of the Most High were created before the Beloved formed Adam. Where do you believe yourself to be? The Garden of Eden, Enoch said, ignoring the strange sensation in his gut. Anami burst into laughter. Friend, you are quite mistaken. This is not the Garden of Eden. This is the Garden of God. Glory of Heaven's realm. Wait! Anami thrust his arms forward a moment too late. He's done it again. Quick, Delmar, pick him up. Why must you keep on shocking people and carrying on? Everything is not a joke, you know. Well, how was I to know he would... See, Delmar, he's coming around now. Anami smiled broadly as he gave Enoch a hand. Enoch steadied his weakened knees and sat on the bench, noticing for the first time the intricate craftsmanship and pulsating frame. Two eager faces towered over him with a bizarre mixture of curiosity and concern. Friend, tell me, will you be falling down frequently? Because if you will, I would be most happy to take you to a very soft place where you can faint or whatever that flopping thing is as much as you like. Just ignore him, Enoch. Delmar sat on the bench opposite him. We are terribly sorry for the surprise. We didn't realize you would react so strongly. "'Delmar said tactfully. "'Or come here without knowledge of your destination. "'I believe what we would like to—' "'How did you get here?' Anami asked, cutting Delmar off. "'Sons of Adam are not permitted.' "'Enoch flinched at Anami's sudden change in disposition. "'I—I don't know, really,' he stammered. "'Anami selected an arrow from his archer's sack. "'Enoch, familiar with the bow himself, knew his next words were critical.' I was looking for Alru that grows along the cliffs of the edge of the hidden garden. Alru? Delmar asked. We need it desperately to ward off the sickness. Enoch pointed toward his pile, stacked neatly by the river. You mean the loquiva of El, which bears healing? Delmar said, recognizing the familiar plant. It restores us, Enoch said. Without Alru we will suffer horribly until the bearer of the seed destroys the serpent. That still doesn't answer the question. Anami's voice was steely. How did you get here? I was gathering Alru on the cliffs when a great flying beast raised himself against me, an image of the Ancient One, and attacked me. As I was fighting the ferocious dactyl, great thunder shook the ground, and lightning filled the sky and scared the creature away. Yet I was doomed, for I had stared in the face of the Ancient One's guardian, and he set himself to slay me. Go on. Anami dropped his bow and leaned forward. What happened next? Well, Enoch said, adopting the foreboding tone of a village tale-bearer. Out of nowhere, a hand grabbed me. No! Anami shouted with all the delight of a child hearing a favorite bedtime story. Yes, and a man called my name, saying, Enoch, Enoch, follow me. And then, Anami asked, He led me to a hidden cave in the cliffs, and I ran as fast as I could to keep up with him, but he was always just out of reach. The cave swirled and twirled through blackness, and I banged myself up, trying not to fall, as it twisted and turned. Then suddenly the stranger walked through the light at the end of the tunnel, and I followed him. Next thing I knew, I was here. Where is the man who brought you here? Delmar's tone was sharp. I don't know. When I heard you two coming, I thought he was returning with help. I must find him. I do not know the way back to the cave which led me here. I searched everywhere and can't find it. I see. Delmar paced around the bench. Delmar, do you think it could be? Anami began. Enoch, what did this man look like? Delmar asked. Well, he was... actually, he kind of looked like my cousin Tubokhan or one of his tribe. How do they appear, Delmar asked. Larger than me, taller, with thick limbs. Dark eyes, usually, though not always. But this man's eyes were dark and he wore his hair in long cords, Enoch said. He was moving fast. I did not get a good look. It could be. Anami immediately fell prostrate. Delmar emulated the move almost as quickly. Enoch swung around to see the cause. A great light shined even brighter than the brilliance of Anami and Delmar's pure state combined. It was more than white. Enoch couldn't think of a color to describe it. It was almost the absence of anything, yet somehow the sum of everything in one magnificent burst, illuminating everything in its path. This must be, it had to be, what Anami called clarity. Enoch knew in an instant. This was the Beloved. Without knowing how, Enoch too fell prostrate. Rise, friends, the Beloved said gently. Enoch hesitated before standing. The aura coming from the Beloved dimmed slightly. A cool rushing swept through his mind, and a familiar form materialized. The stranger. Had the light changed? Perhaps his eyes had merely adjusted to this. Enoch... You wonder who I am. The Beloved sat on a bench near them. Warm blood flushed his face, reminding him of his humanity. He dared to address this being? Yes. You don't remember. I remember you were on the cliffs. You helped me, and I followed you here. Is that all you remember? Enoch frowned. Of course that's all I remember. That's all that... Suddenly... Thoughts flashed through his mind, glimpses of a man's life. No, his life. He saw his birth, his mother and father laughing, a huge family with brothers and sisters. There were celebrations, endless moments exploring an immense forest. His favorite horse shouted with glee as they jumped the river, racing through the unhindered woods. A single man stood in the front, leading the chase. It was the beloved. Enoch shook his head. No, wait. This is off somehow. This life was familiar, he knew it had been his, but it wasn't now. His mother and father appeared different, and he had no large family. No laughing stallion was his companion. He had never challenged the host to a quest through Avantland Forest to see who could catch the beloved. What is this? Enoch stared into the distance, forgetting all those around him as he remembered that life. Not even the heavy sound of hooves galloping toward him broke his concentration. Whoa! Anami jumped from his seat to avoid the translucent figure on horseback crashing through the foliage. Where did that stallion come from? Delmar, did you see it? It just appeared out of nowhere. Before Delmar could answer, a team of hosts, also on horseback, raced by, leaving only a breeze smelling of sweat, hay, and sandalwood in their wake. Just one point, please. Delmar ran toward the writers. I know those men. Anami, they look like... They look like us, Anami said. My Lord, what is happening? Enoch is remembering. The beloved smiled with satisfaction. He is remembering his life as it should have been. The essence of the Ancient One in him makes his thoughts visible to you. If he speaks them now, surrounded by the clarity of Heaven's realm, they will become fixed and materialized. His old life will disappear completely, and he will enter his alternate reality. He must return before he forgets his former life. Delmar and Anami stood spellbound. Apparently, Anami and Enoch had been great friends in this reality. Look, Delmar, I'm in the lead now. I'm winning the chase. Enoch, the beloved said forcefully. His firm voice shook the thoughts from Enoch's mind like ripe plums dropping from a tree. Enoch had no choice in the matter. Slowly, the ever-bright images faded into the crisp light of heaven's realm. Enoch sighed as he released the thoughts and stared into the beloved's eyes. "'You are the image of the Ancient One,' he said confidently. "'Enoch, it is time for you to take the Aru back to Adam's realm.' "'What? What is Alru?' "'Where is Adam's realm?' Enoch peered at the beloved with curiosity and a bit of disappointment. Why did you stop the chase? The elders at the tribunal wait for your return. You must deliver the alru before your cousin Tubal The people suffering from the sickness need you. Penpricks tickled his mind until he had a clear vision of the camp. The elders decreeing the contest, he and Tubal running toward Avonland forest, the fierce confrontation with the hungry dactyl and his escape from the cliffs. The forgotten sense of urgency returned with a rush. Yes, of course, my lord. Anami and Delmar, the beloved called the two officers. Make sure Enoch returns safely with the Aru. Take Azam with you. Adhere to the code. Yes, my lord. Anami and Delmar bowed low. Before they could rise, the beloved was gone. This concludes this chapter of Taken a metaphysical fantasy audio drama. If you enjoyed this excerpt and just can't wait for the next chapter, download Taken ebook through Amazon Kindle and read it for free with Amazon Prime. Also, please check back for upcoming chapters of Taken on this podcast. Remember, eye has not seen nor ear heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Please share this uplifting read with your friends and get ready to soar. Thank you again for listening and may the favor of the Ancient One be on you.